Amen. Well, it was 10 years ago, a couple weeks ago, that um, it was camp meeting in North Little Rock and ended on Tuesday night. And my pastor called me on Wednesday and said, I need you to go to Hot Springs and put set that place on fire. Amen. We've talked about it many times. Didn't know if he wanted an insurance claim out of that old building. I misunderstood him or what, but... Amen. But anyway, we're on. We're live today, so we're gonna say it was a Holy Ghost fire. <laughs> Amen. That's what God did. And I'm thankful for it. Amen. It's, appreciate our, our our guests being here. There's some from the Amity Church. Amen. Thank y'all for being here. Amen. A few from different places. A lot of this is Hot Springs people. So thank God for a new building that's almost done. Amen. Thank God for it. So anyway, I, I'll never forget when I started, I told them, I, you know, I didn't grow up in a preacher's home. I, very probably unorthodox to a lot of people didn't know where to stand, what to do. But I, I told, there was like five people there that night and I told them, I said, one thing I do know that if if they pray in North Little Rock and God sent revival, he'll do it right here too. Amen. So we started praying and, and time will tell your story. Time will tell what you've been doing. Amen. It looks like somebody's been praying. <laughs> looks like a church has been praying. And I thank you. Amen. I appreciate uh, every one of you, I mean, I can't express it enough how honored I am, amen, that you would come here Sunday after Sunday, Wednesday after Wednesday, Monday night prayer, and, and just get under the load. I'm telling you, God has blessed this church, and I'm thankful for you wonderful people, amen, because I can, can tell you it's a lot more fun to have church with a lot of saints, <laughs> And it is with a few. Amen. But he told, do not despise the day of small things. So when we was 5 and 10 and 20 and 30, we had church like there was 10,000 of us. Amen. I think God has honored it today. I'm thankful for my pastor who he uh, he's a man of prayer. He's a man of wisdom. He's a man of all kind of brains. He's just the greatest man I ever met. And he tricked me one time. The night I got the Holy Ghost, he said, I'll, I'll see you in the morning at 8.30 for prayer. I said, yes, sir. So I thought, well, maybe to go to this church, you have to pray every day. So I showed up because I enjoyed what I felt so much that night. And I went back and I prayed and I felt it again. And he, on that Monday morning when we finished praying, he said, I'll see you at 8.30 in the morning for prayer. And I thought, well, well, I guess this is just part of it. You have to go every day. But I didn't want to lose what I had. So I said, I'm going to go. You know what? It didn't take very long till something, I got an addiction. And it was to this Holy Ghost prayer. 
And it was, it was a while before I realized not all 2,000 of them people were going every day. <laughs> I thought it must not be required, but I was already hooked. So, hey, if you'll just get hooked on some good stuff, time will tell your story. Hey, let's get hooked on the good stuff. Let's get hooked on the anointing, on this power. Thank you, Jesus. Pastor, come. Bishop Holmes, he's changed names since I left. Amen. The Bishop of Pentecost. Uh, Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. Are we blessed today? Are we blessed to know the Lord and live for God? Amen. You can be seated. It's an honor to get to be here today in this special time of anniversary. We're just uh, shouting and rejoicing for all the good things God is doing and has done and going to do. Amen. It's just getting started, folks. It ain't over. It's just beginning. See all the things the Lord is going to do here in Hot Springs for his glory and for his honor. Amen. We sure rejoice today. And uh, good to see everyone here. Good to have my wife here, Sister Johnette, traveling with me today. And uh, all the folks that have come, guests that are here, and Sister Piper down here on front. Amen. We love her, praying for her. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm believing she got the Holy Ghost today and shouting the victory. Amen. Yes, that's, that's worth a trip down here to see you praying and talking in tongues. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, sometimes people make it way too complicated. But the day you become as a little child and turn that tongue and chin loose to God, he'll... I wonder how many times I have said, uh, yield to what you feel. If it feels better to do it, keep doing it. Open it up bigger. And I know it does. <laughs> so it's, it's so beautiful, wonderful to uh, see people get the Holy Ghost. We just love all you folks I'm, I'm very familiar with that are around here today. Love you. It's good to see you. Glad you're on fire for the Jesus. Amen. And I see the Sealies back there. I don't know. Have you already run the aisles today? Amen. Amen. That's right. I'm not going to let them get by. I may let some of y'all others get by, but they can't be getting by. Amen. That lady uh, drove too many times to Little Rock, 20 years uh, to Little Rock, praying for a church in Hot Springs. Amen. Hallelujah. And I know them Brother Seeley to come in and get the Holy Ghost, and children to get the Holy Ghost. My goodness. 
If nobody else prayed about it, you prayed about it, and look what God's doing. Look what God's done. Amen. So there's your strongest supporters and pillars right there, brother. Amen. Well, that's why I'm... Yeah. Thank God. In fact, I went several places and showed uh, pictures of your family and uh, told the story. I was touched so deeply because, uh, you know, you, you got people just like all you good folks here today. You don't know what somebody's doing or done or the sacrifice they made to get here today. And I sure didn't know they were coming Sunday morning and staying over because they didn't have didn't want to burn the gas to go back home and come back. Didn't have it. And, uh, you know, just eating uh, something there at the church and sleeping on the pews. But I want to tell you, it's worth it. Amen. It's worth it. Amen. It's worth it to get to go to church, to live for God, to raise your family right, to keep your children and grandchildren in this. Somebody's got to be the rock. Somebody's got to be the leader. Somebody's got to have a burden. Somebody's got to shine the light that people can see which way to go. Man, I want to tell you, you parents and grandparents, you may not know it, but you got a flashlight in your hand. You can turn it off or you can let it shine. Amen. And the flashlight is you. You know. Too many times people want to tell somebody, don't tell me nothing. Show me. Show me how to pray. Show me how to go to church. Show me how to live for God. Show me how to pay my tithes. Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, what kind of light are we today? Come on, let's be a bright, shining light. Let's shine for Jesus. Oh, let the world be able to see there's a better way. We've found the only way. We've found the bright and shining way. Thank God for it today. And I just thank the Lord for it. You want to stand with me? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We uh, thank God for this Moats family. My, what amazing people. Amazing people entire family they are uh, it's just amazing what God has done and and I just rejoice for the day that God well I want to tell y'all something you got a lot to, I'm talking about them flashlights you know who had one his mother she was a she was a flashlight bright and shining light Amen. His daddy didn't live for the Lord. There's situations that happen in churches. And, and his daddy was one of the most brilliant men, men I've probably ever pastored. You're talking about a guy that could do anything and fix anything and, and worked himself up at the state of Arkansas Employees Association. And God had blessed him and mightily, but uh, he wouldn't. Didn't want nothing to do with church, so his his mother would put them in a Shabbat. Shabbat. Now that's not a limousine. It's not a not a Corvette. <laughs> and it's 
it's not uh, a van. It's more, you could compare it more to a Volkswagen, the baby Volkswagens. <laughs> yeah, we put uh, six of the, her children in there, and she didn't miss. But she is shining the light for them. Amen. Amen. That's why Brother Motes is here today. Amen. Thank God. You know what I feel like? I feel like I'm talking to some mothers. Hopefully dads too, but mothers. Amen. Regardless what your companions do, just you do the right thing. You can't. I woke up one day to realize I can't fix nobody. I can't fix nobody. I remember when our years ago the church took off growth, the wife said to me, said, feels like we're just losing control. I said, we never did have control. You, you, you can't fix. I, he can't fix nobody. You got to listen to him and fix yourself. Amen. That's the reason we come to church today is let the Holy Ghost fix us. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, and thank God for the bright light that was sh she had that shining for the name of the Lord. That's why we're here today, and we're so happy to be here to celebrate. Oh, my goodness, if I come every time I thought about y'all, I'd probably be down here every service. But uh, I got some other commitments. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. I wonder if you wouldn't just pray with me right now. You want to join up with somebody? Come on, I want the Holy Ghost to have its way. Come on, believe with me right now. In the name of the Lord, I believe you, God. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, I praise you, God. What would you have me to say or do, God? Ooh. Hallelujah. Matthew, the 16th verse and the eight, 16th chapter and the 18th verse. Amen. And I just want to celebrate with you. This is my celebration message. Okay, so let's just celebrate together the goodness of God, what God has done. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you know this verse of scripture very well. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. That's a church we're interested in is his church. And then he made a statement that the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Amen. I will give unto thee the keys to the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Amen. And God bless you. You can be seated. Amen. Thank God for the church. This church is upon 
the rock. And that rock is Christ Jesus. And that's what Jesus, he wasn't talking about building it on Peter. He was talking about building it on himself. Upon this rock. The rock had just, Peter had just spoken the rock. You are the Messiah. You're the king. Just previous verses from this. And he said, I want to tell you something, Peter. And you need to understand this, Peter. That the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Amen. The devil cannot stop God's real church. It will never overcome it. It will never prevail. It will never win. But I can tell you the enemy is going to fight. And he's going to do everything in his power to stop God's church. But it shall not prevail. Revelations 12 and 77, the Bible said there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought in his angels. And prevailed not, neither was their place found anymore in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out. And the old serpent called the devil Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast into the earth. And his angels were cast out with him. And he said, I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now has come salvation and strength in the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him. Hallelujah. There's some overcomers in this house today. And I want to encourage some more to come on. You can overcome the enemy today. They overcame him. The Bible said by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto death. They overcame him. He come Somebody just needs to get some courage today. The devil's been tormenting you and fighting you. And you need to say, I'm fixing to rise up and I'm going to overcome you. I'm going to get on top of you. I am going to be an overcomer. I am going to be victorious. Oh, yes. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. You know, <clears throat> you know why the enemy uses so many mind-altering things, drugs, and on and on the list goes, alcohol, tobacco, and everything he can get a hold of it. It's because God does not speak through the liver. He doesn't speak through the lungs. He doesn't speak through the gallbladder. He speaks through the mind. And that's why we're in the mess we're in in this country. Drugs and all these things are pushed on people 
Till the enemy wants them to go to the place till they destroy their ability to even think. And then the devil says, I've got them for the lake of hell. But I'm not looking at people that can't think today. I'm looking at people that's got good minds in this building today. And God wants to make you an overcomer. God wants to give you victory. And the moment you quit saying, I can't give it up, is the day you'll give it up. You've got to start saying, I will be victorious. The law and the prophets were unto John, and since that time the kingdom of God is preached, and every man presses into it. Another writer wrote it like this, that it's, it's the violent that take it by force. It's when you get so mad, and you get so determined, and something clicks in your mind like it did, Brother Moach, your pastor, he's told us today, and then to see his son sitting up here and see the great work he and his wife are doing for God. Woo! God is doing great things. <clears throat> but something has to click in your mind. Something, you've got to get a hold of it. The day that I said, meet me tomorrow. And then prayer got a hold of him. And he saw the vision. Hey, this is your light over here. Your light is your example. He met me in the office and, and he said, you know, if you don't mind, I'll, I'm going to go back in the prayer room. Uh, yeah. I'm going to show them how to pray. I'm not going to tell them to pray. I'm going to pray with them. I'm going to show them how. Yes, thank God for a pastor that's showing you how. Yes. You just got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. You got to get violent with this thing. You got to get mad at yourself. You got to get determined in your spirit. I will overcome. I will be victorious. And if it ever clicks in here, I remember many years ago is Glenn Wilkins. Y'all remember him. He had a problem chewing tobacco. He said, I just can't give it up. I said, yes, you can give it up. See, it starts in the mind. The reason he couldn't give it up because he couldn't believe. He couldn't believe God. Hey, this... Hey, somebody said it starts with repentance. No, it don't. It starts with faith. You got to believe. You start, you get this because you start believing. Believing will lead you to repentance. Repentance will lead you to water baptism. Water baptism will lead you to the infilling of the Holy Ghost. But you got you to gotta start with faith. It's not maybe about this. It's not maybe whether ties work. It's not maybe whether going to church will work. No, it'll work. Prayer works. Living for Jesus works. Man, you can overcome. It, it, it's when it clicks up here. 
He said, I can't. I said, I tell you what you do, Brother Glenn. You come up here every day to this altar. And I said, you chew gnaw the carpet. Gnaw the fiber off this carpet. Hey, you can't speak in tongues and smoke a cigarette at the same time. You can't chew tobacco and smoke and speak in tongues at the same time. You know why you're not overcoming? It's because you're not getting determined. It's never clicked in your mind. You, it's the lack of faith. And the moment faith grips your heart, hey, I can do this thing. You know why y'all building a new church out here? Because you had a pastor and a bunch of you wonderful people that got together and said, we can do this thing. It started before there was a plan, before there was even any property bought. It started with faith. God can do this. And we're going to make ourselves available and we're going to take the first step. You take one step and God will take two. Amen. I was telling uh, Brother Tuttle they're wanting to rebuild a building and thank God for all over. I don't know how many sons in the gospel I'm watching God do mighty things and uh, building churches and starting. And, and I was telling him about, I preached a message one night. I said, uh, uh, let's plant some trees that we may never set under the shade. The reason I said that because I knew that their faith could not reach what I was feeling in my spirit because we had not been in that building very long. And there was a young man that walked up to me that night and he gave me a check and it was $500. And when he handed me that, I said, well, we've started. You got to start somewhere. The journey of life has to start somewhere. If you want to get out of where you're at, you got to start somewhere. And it's the changing the way you think will change everything in your life. Hey, you don't have to stay in debt. You don't have to just struggle through life. The moment you change the way you think and take a step of faith to give God his part, yeah, you got to do that. Then watch God open the windows of heaven. Brother Tuttle said to me, he said, uh, you meant 500,000. I said, no, I didn't mean five. He said, you meant 50,000. I said, no. I said, he gave me $500. And everything you see down on that freeway started with $500. Oh, yes. Hey, God, God don't care. God don't care what kind of house you live in. God don't care how big your house. God doesn't care what it is. It's up to you. Oh, yes. We serve a wonderful, loving God. But something has to click in our brain. You know, I... I've told them school, and I've preached to you, thank God for Christian school. Man, you talk about powerful, a Christian school that teaches a culture. It takes little girls and boys when they're way down here and starts teaching them water baptism in Jesus' name. They're growing up, 
water baptism in Jesus' name. What Peter said. And they're growing up and they're hearing it. Well, hallelujah. Amen. Thank God. Y'all got a school, Yeah, I don't want to get out in trouble here. <laughs> you don't have one, you need one, but you got one. It's powerful. Amen. And they, 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 they tell the girls, honey, they're way down here, don't cut your hair. You know what you're doing? You're teaching a culture. Amen. And it just, these things click in their spirit and they get in their mind. And it, it has to start right here where you can visualize it and see it. And I've told the teachers and I've encouraged them, uh, you know, to stretch further in our school. And I would encourage your school and this school here. Have a lab. I said if you go to Hobby Lobby and buy a lab, a uh, science little something to show them, uh, you know, and teach them. You know why doctors' kids are usually doctors? Their kids are usually doctors? Because they're doctors. They grow up in this environment. Hey, we need to push for all we're worth. We need to tell our children they can excel. told him I said get lab coats and and we got a we got a scientist that works in the school and Dr. Renegantala and uh, you know show them talk to them uh, we're doing uh, air condition HVAC classes plumbing classes uh, the men in the church are coming back and volunteering their time two or three uh, days a week because you know what no reason because of what I'm telling you. All at once, something clicks in their mind of what they can be. And that's all it takes. It's just something to click in your mind uh, that, uh, you know what, I can do that. Uh, I'd, I'd use the illustration back home, tell them I don't know why. And I, believe it or not, I th it was a mystery for a while, but I finally figured out what clicked that I liked horses. A form of insanity. <laughs> on horses, but I got it. I still got a couple horses. And you know what? I, 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 I thought, what in the world ever happened to me to make me want these silly horses? I just look at them. I don't ride them, I just feed them. And it hit me the other day. You know what? Them little, pretty little storybooks with them farms and them red barns, they got me <laughs> as a kid. And I got that barn and I got them horses. Something's got to click right here. God's working on, you know what? You've settled below what God had in mind. God allowed that, and you let the devil lie to you and say, I can't never reach that. You cannot. 
Let me tell you, for a child of God, competition's nothing. We blow them out of the water. We're not afraid of competition. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. You know how you spell success? Anybody know how to spell success? Anybody in this building know how to spell success? Huh? Few people? Nobody knows how? Not sure I know how. W-O-R-K. Push up your sleeves. Well, whatever God's put in your mind to do, whatever God has laid in your heart, you are more than a conqueror. The devil's a liar. There's no end to what God wants to do in your life. Oh, help us, God. Help us, God. You know what you got to do? You've got to plug in. Everybody say plug in. You got to plug in to what God's wanting to do. Amen. Without being hooked up to the current, you can't do anything. But you plug in to this anointing and his presence and his will in your life. And God, you order my steps. Brother Cody Marks is preaching in Spokane, Washington. Their special service. And I say this in honor and glory to God. And he's preaching about the greatness of God and the great things God can do. And he said, uh, to show you how great God is, y'all forgive me now, I don't glory, but just give God praise. This is what he said. One of the largest churches in Pentecost is in Arkansas, one of the most beautiful buildings Of all places in Arkansas. And um, all people to do it would be God would use something as feeble as I am. And you don't have, no, you don't even have an, no idea how feeble I am. But uh, when you're just a willing vessel and God drops dreams in your heart. I went through three, I got the third architect because the first two, they wouldn't do nothing I said. And I kept on, you know, they think they're like medical doctors. You're there for them to tell you. Well, I was there to tell them. And I told, it was simple to me. I said, all I want is a West Virginia colonial, American colonial style church. Man, I'd go back and they'd have a wing go off here. They'd have something going off there. That's not it. Finally called a man who had built about 400 churches. He was retiring, and I said, I, I can't get nobody to help me. He said, uh, I got a man that'll help you. 
he introduced me to the Michael Hahn. He's been a friend still this day and done all three buildings down there. He said, give me a week. I'll meet you back Friday. I came back Friday, and he rolled out that first building. And I'm telling you, when he rolled out the plans, it's the way it looks today. Nothing was ever even changed about it. Amen. Amen. But it, uh, he drew it just like I had. Well, you know what I'm preaching, don't you? You got to get the vision first. If you can't see it, it's impossible for you to ever do it. But if you see it, I feel faith going up in this building today. If God can do it through Joel Holmes, he can do it through anybody. It's just got to click in your mind. You got to see what, you got to get plugged in. And it starts with this prayer, plugged in in prayer. Got to get plugged up to the juice. Man, I, you know what? I, I watched this prayer. I had the greatest mother and father that anybody could ever have. Not one time did they ever disappoint me. Only time I ever seen them, we went in a motel room. I imagine I was, I'll tell you how far back it was. Lyndon Johnson had just won as president. To everybody's grief. Should have been. Well, don't get me started on that. I turned that all that stuff off about two and a half years ago uh, when they, y'all help me. <laughs> I said I ain't listening to the news no more. Uh, bunch of crooks. <laughs> they ain't no use me getting mad and upset. I, I'm not going, and I hadn't to this day. Now, people come up and tell me the news, <laughs> but I, I get real short versions because I start to kind of yell, okay, <laughs> I'm not interested. Well, there's no use in defiling your spirit with something. Hey, you know what I do? I pray for this country. I pray for Trump. I pray for his family. I pray for Joe Biden. I pray for everybody. I figure that's the best I can do for the We walked in that motel room and and the television was on. And to my disappointment, my daddy walked over and turned it off. That's the first time I ever seen him touch television. Hey, God's looking for some bright, shining lights. Whatever you do, don't let your children down. They'll remember it long after you forgot it. Be careful what you say. Be careful what you do. Well, hallelujah. I'm preaching to you. Amen. Preaching to you. God's got a dream for you. Plug in. Don't let the devil steal it. Don't let the devil lie to you. That business you wanted to start to start, you can do it. That new adventure you wanted to take in business and life, you can do it. The devil's a liar. The truth is not in him.
You don't understand, Brother Holmes. I don't have no money. I don't have nobody pushing me. <laughs> if you got God pushing you, <laughs> you ain't got to worry about my you just got to get plugged up to what God wants. You'll just plug up to what God wants. You'll watch God make a way every way you turn. Help us, God. Help us, God. Don't be like the elder son. While the church was rejoicing and thanking God and killing the fatted calf, the elder son was watching the rest getting blessed. And all he was doing was just getting bitter. When he should have got better. They were having a party. They were shouting, worshiping, thanking God because... A new one had prayed through. A backslider had come back to God. Here's, here's the sad story. The Bible said, and he would not go in. You know, I kind of think he talked to the wrong one. He asked the servant, what is going on? What is this party all about? Well, the servant, I think he should have. I'm wondering if he wasn't mad too. I'm wondering if he didn't, uh, didn't give a good report about what was happening. Well, your brother come home. They killed the fatted calf. They're dancing. They're worshiping. They're thanking God for what God has done. And the Bible said he would not go in. Help us, God. You've got to plug in to what God is doing. God's got a plan for your life. God's got purpose in your life. God's got his hand on you today. God's got his hand on this church today. Come on, plug in to the prayer. Plug in to the fasting. Plug in to the consecration. Plug in to the worship. Plug in to giving. Plug in to paying your tithes. Being faithful to the house of God. Plug into these things and watch God open the windows of heaven. We've never reached our full potential. God's got more. It's not accident that you've got that thought in your heart. Life has crushed it. Friends of mocked your thoughts and your dreams and you don't need to listen to them. God's got his hand on some folks here today. God's got his hand. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what side of the tracks you was born on. It doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter any of if you want to know the truth, those things God just uses to prove the devil a liar. Oh, help us today. Come on. Come on. 
there's more, there's greater victories. God's got his hand on this church. God's got his hand on these young people. I've watched, I was telling my wife today, coming over here, my whole life has been about picking up little people, encouraging little people. And watch them do what the Bible said you could do. They that do know their God shall be strong and do. Y'all help me preach. Exploit. They that do know their God. I know we're in a messed up world. I know it's all twisted up. But we've got God. Nothing can stop God. God told Moses, no man shall stand before thee. God told Joshua, no man shall stand before you. Meaning that no man could ever stop you. And I want to tell this great church here today, nothing can stop you. If God is for you, the dream he's put in your heart, the dream he's put in your mind, you can fulfill it. You can watch God bring it to pass for his glory and his honor. Oh, bless your wonderful name today, God. Hallelujah. And I've just come here to celebrate with you great folks today. Ten years and what the Lord has done. We rejoice with all of you today. But this is not the end. You know what I told the church home the other day? I said, y'all take a good look at this church. This is not the end. Y'all go down there and take a good look at that new church you're building. That's not your end. That's not your end. It's not over. I feel the Holy Ghost giving witness in the Spirit. It's not your end. It's not your end. It's not your end. The job you've got, it's not your end. What you're doing today is not your end. It's not over. God's just getting started. He's just looking for somebody to say, I believe you, God. I believe you, God. I believe you'll make a way. I believe you'll open the door, God. Because you stand with me because I can tell you what he's put into your mind. It's God that has done that. It's God. And he just wants to carry you on to the next victory and the next level of victory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Pray with me right now. Ah,
Why don't you join with somebody? Come on, open up on the devil tear for a little bit. Oh, yes, God. Why don't you turn around and find another person to pray with? Come on, find somebody to step across the aisle or whatever you got to do. Come on, open up your heart to God. Oh, yes, God. Oh, Come on, open up and let the Holy Ghost. Come on, talk in tongues again. Come on, talk in tongues again until you're sure. your way into the spirit together God I believe you today I believe you today Lord come on I believe you today Lord I believe you today Lord thank you for what you put in my heart to do God Yes, God, I believe you, God. I wonder if you couldn't step across the aisle, find a different person. Come on, let's mix it all up. Let's mix it all up. Come on, don't be afraid to step out between the pews and find somebody else to join with. Find another brother. Find another sister. Come on. Yes, God. I believe you, Jesus. Come on. There's power in binding together. There's power in prayer. Oh, God. I believe you, Jesus. I believe you, Jesus.